Welcome to Anything But Routine. Before we start the podcast, we want to tell you about the Just For Kicks private camps. Your gym, our incredible staff. Just For Kicks private camps is great for any team or studio. We bring the experts that are the pulse of the competitive dance landscape to your gym. Book a Just For Kicks private camp today. Email us at support at justforkicks.com. Now, to the podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Cindy Clow, and I'm here today with two of our office employees at the home office at Just For Kicks. And our subject is going to be how to start and grow a program or how to fix it after it's been decimated from COVID. So I want them each to introduce themselves quickly and then we'll go on. Yes, my name is Maya. Um, I am 22 years old, just graduated from the University of Minnesota Duluth last May, and I was also part of the dance team there. So, yeah, just a part of our marketing team. So, thanks. And your degree, yeah, and your degree was in marketing and graphic design. So, that's why I called you guys in here. Yeah, I'm Mary. I'm also part of the marketing team. I'm 25 years old. I just graduated from CLC, um, Central Lakes College here in Brainerd. Okay. And with graphic design major. Nice. So, you know, I've pulled them in because I had gotten questions on my dance and coaches teacher Facebook Unite group. And one of the big questions was, okay, how do we get going again? So let's just talk about rebranding yourself. Like I kind of, I see it this way is like if a restaurant had, you know, went out of business and had terrible food or whatever, when you started again, You'd have to say under new ownership or now, whatever. You rebrand, recreate what you're doing. So we're talking to both coaches and dance teams. So it's a little bit different, but it's really a lot the same. Yes, for sure. So what would be the first thing you would say? Yep, I would say social media is so prevalent, especially in kids right now. So if you want to hit the kids hard, you got to get on the social media. So Instagram, TikTok are going to be your biggest ones. Um, Facebook would be more for parents. Um, but those are really going to be your biggest ones. So I think just really focusing on Instagram, especially building that out is going to be a huge thing for lots of teams. So how do you brand? Like, yeah. so I, I coach the Brainerd Kicksters yep. and I run just for kicks. So yep. I have different things that I'm branding. And I, yep. when I post, I have to think about the two different things I'm posting, but yep. you guys as whatever you're doing, you got to think of people have to know it's you. Yes. So, like, if I were Target, mm-hmm. and be I, I'd and be red with us, yep. you see that in your brain, that like it's a circle, and, yep. and people know it's Target, yep. and it has a certain look to its ad. Yes. So, I guess I would say, what is your look that's coming yeah. out with your picture? Mm-hmm. That's a really interesting question, actually. You can kind of build it off of what is established already. So, obviously, the Kicksters have a logo, just for Kicks logo. That These are established things and colors. So if you really want it to be brand cohesive, you want to kind of stick to that. Um, But you can kind of go in whatever direction you want if you're just starting a page from scratch, I would say. But you want to make sure that you have a cohesive theme and kind of vision in mind. So it's like your main colors and things that you want to incorporate. And so you just 
to have it look very cohesive and make people know like when when they see it they're like oh that's a kickster's thing oh that's a just for kicks yeah and i would think too when you are thinking about those colors and that branding not necessarily what you want or it's like oh my favorite color is purple so i'm gonna do purple think about what's gonna attract those people too and what's gonna draw them in the social media side of it as well exactly and like uh mary was actually making posts for me for instagram and she kind of, you know, we kind of had to go off, what do you want your look to be? Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm, do you yep. want it to, you know, and so she had like six different ones for me to select from, which I'm very lucky. But I would say if you're very small and independent, you could get somebody in graphic design and, you know, or if you yourself could do it on Canva. Yes, Canva's huge. Canva's really it's not expensive and it's no. pretty user friendly. Very like I okay, so I'm all there and it's everything's a little harder when you didn't grow up with computers. So my granddaughter was helping me and she's fourteen. She was helping me make Canva posts. So I would say you could pick a look or select mm-hmm. a look that you want and go with yeah. that. So um we've kind of hit the social media. I'll hit just building your program a little bit. I, I just feel like you have to think about how to get the word out in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And like I you think of, of walking billboards. Like you want your parent, like if it's a school team or your studio team, yeah. you want your parents to have a look. They want, you want gear that they wear. So when they're in the stands at a competition, they are representing your group. Mm-hmm. So you get a jacket with your team name on the back or you get bumper stickers or all your yeah. kids have bags and backpacks that they wear to school so other kids see them so one of the things that that I use with coaches a lot when I do coaches conference in the summer which by the way I hope you're going it's in July in Minnesota we do three of them but is I I say try to build your program so the culture is so strong that kids would fight to be a part of it they would fight to be on there so you have to create that image too and it you know like I'll it's a daily talk on culture. So I, I think that's something that, that's a whole separate topic. But you want your kids to represent your team well when they're in school because that's what's going to build it to come back. Nobody's going to want to be a part of a group that's not good right. or a part of a group that fights all the time. Yeah. So you've got to try to, that's rebranding in itself and, right. and making the culture stronger will help mm-hmm. you a lot. Yes. Anything else? Otherwise, I think, I mean, as far as advertisements go, I would say even the old school things, like not as much social media is good too. Like promoting around schools and just having, getting it in in front of kids and parents' faces, having them know what's going on, what you're all about, I think is really big too. I know for a lot of studios, like schools will have like a Friday folder or a, I know we've, we've, Just for Kicks is in 200 towns, so we've advertised in a lot of different ways. Yeah, yeah. But one of the method is these folders that you pay to be a part of, you know, that might be great. Facebook boosting yeah, is absolutely. huge. Like you have sometimes, especially if it's your studio, you know, for your school team, I don't know if you're going to want to do that. But if you're trying to get the people, you know, to know about you. Does everyone in your town know about you? Yeah. That's something to think about. And like I noticed lately, what are some things you could post? Oh, the kid made the team. You're going to yep. post that. Yeah. Um, you're going to post if you won an award. You're going to post if you went to camp. You're going to post yep. if they... The touchy-feely things that I feel I get the most bang out of are... Like like one time we we 
danced with another team, the Anoka Twisters, mm-hmm. and they're from the metro area, and we're the Kicksters, they're the Twisters, so <laughs> their coach called us the Twixters or something, you know, she came up with a funny name, but of us working out with another team, oh my God, it oh, got yeah. so much play, you know, yeah. or if your kids do something in the community like ring bells for the Salvation Army, or they work at a... Cub bagging or something. Cub bagging foods, yeah. or they also work for the Special Olympics or do something like that. Yeah. Anything you do that promotes kids, and sometimes I'll just do a post, people say kids don't want to work hard anymore these kids are sure working hard and I'll get like 500 likes on it. So I think that's important too. Um, Sometimes I just um, take a picture. Like one time I had a picture of them putting their hands in for a, what do you call that again? Like a break. Yeah. Break team like on three. And I posted that and said, this is what commitment looks like. And it makes them proud that they're a part of that group, you know? So thinking of stuff like that, like, one time I posted, we do more by 8 a.m. than some people do all day because it was a morning practice, <laughs> yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. sure. So, I mean, some things like that that bring people in. Mm-hmm. Um, be known in your school. Yeah. Go support yeah. other teams yes, if you're a school huge. team. Go watch huge. the swim team compete. Go watch, sit as a group and watch basketball. I mean, who has time for all this? But sometimes that goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah, your kids sure. are probably going anyway, so have them support other teams. Um, I was trying to think. You could hang posters all over your school when you're going to yeah. have tryouts. Like, we, we did that. We had kids bring them to every grade school, every junior high. Yeah. Get the young kids interested yes. in your program. Uh, you know, if I'm running a studio, I'm thinking preschool, preschool, preschool. If I'm running a high school team, I'm thinking you got to get those middle school kids yeah. interested in your team before they go to something else. Right so, on. any last thoughts? Because that's about all I have on this yeah, subject. I don't think so. Well, I hope this helped you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thanks for listening to Anything But Routine. If you like the podcast, subscribe and give us a rating. We'll see you next time.